Okay, if it starts. In the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, good evening, everyone, and welcome. As uh, going um, uh, into different or say in a new chapter, chapter six, uh, in, in the book of Joshua, chapter six, which is the beginning of the battle, the beginning of the fight. You know, that was again the introduction, the 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 reason, the the three things that we always say we have to remember as we discuss Joshua, you know, God's uh, appointment, appointing Joshua to lead, to to uh, distribute and to uh, divide the, the 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 inheritance and to conquer, right? Uh, that's what we said, correct? And and with that, you see now after the 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 uh, the uh, cross, the Jordan River, and as we said before, the land or the cross right across from Jericho, right across from Jericho. And then we end the chapter five last time with the uh, appearance of uh, the angel, the captain or the commander of the army of the Lord. And we talked about this last time. Uh, coming into chapter six, coming into uh, chapter six, which is again, the beginning of uh, the, 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 the battle itself. But it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to, before we go into the text itself, just kind of understand exactly what's happening, what's happening. And one thing that I, uh, I, I was just like reading about it more and more and uh, a story, really just a short story came as uh, a, a, a pastor for a church that, uh, that uh, he was fighting the idea of building uh, like a, like a, uh, bar next to the church <laughs> so he he uh, he went and uh, there was like a like a like a city uh, meeting and city council meeting and so forth so he went and said okay i'm gonna go there and 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 after he prayed and after he put you know uh his mind into it i said i'm gonna go there and fight it so the 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 lawyer of of the developers said like you know pastor you know why are you here you should be uh taking care of your sheep I said, today I'm fighting the wolf. <laughs> and as, 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 as short that is, but it has lots of meaning. It has lots of meaning that there is always something and there is always a fight and there is always a struggle. And, and lots of times when we look at, at the, 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 the spiritual life that we have when it comes to the time of a battle, we, 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 we panic and we are scared and like, why? But actually this is, this is exactly what is going to happen. And this is the normal thing. But with a different mindset and with a different understanding is that what we want to take from, from that battle of, of Jericho. Um, John Chrysostom says something that's very important. He says, you are but a poor soldier of Christ if you think you can overcome without fighting. You are but a poor soldier of Christ if you think you can overcome without fighting. And suppose you can have the crown without the conflict. So the idea is there is a fight and there is a conflict, right? And you have to go through it. And if you think that you can go through it without or avoiding the conflict and avoiding the fight, then you are a poor sort, right? So the idea itself, again, is very, very important. And a lot of times, actually, when we hear and we even think about, about a fight or a conflict, we, we again, we, 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 we become very, very uncomfortable. 
right? And we start to worry and we start to, uh, no, we just want things to, to sail very smooth. But again, that's not the case. It's never been the case. It will never be the case. But again, what is the understanding of that fight? That's why it's important to, 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 to um, learn that from the text itself. As we said, always Joshua is not just a story, not just history, but there is, there is tons of teaching and tons of, of things to, to, to uh, learn from and to apply it into our own life. In order to understand more and more of this, as, as if you remember in the beginning, I said that Joshua in the Old Testament is parallel to what in the New Testament? Ephesians, Ephesians, yes, the, 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 the uh, epistle of victory and the epistle of power and the epistle of the, the blessing that's, that's coming from heaven. So if you, look, if you look again, just kind of like to, to compare Ephesians 2 uh, from 1 to 3, it says, uh, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. So Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2, I'm sorry, from 1 to 3, uh, actually defines, if you look at it again, uh, several, maybe one or two or three, kind of enemies. Ephesians 2 from 1 to 3. I'll read it one more time. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world. Following the course of this world. So the first thing that we'll, 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 we have to fight against is what? The world, the course of the world, right? Following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. So we also will have definitely a conflict and a fight with the prince of the air, which is Satan, devil himself, right? And then he goes on to something else. The spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passion of our flesh. So the third thing here that you need to be aware of that we'll have a conflict, we'll have a fight, we'll have a problem with is what our, our flesh, right? So again, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a good start as we are starting chapter six in Joshua and, and looking into the, the, the fight uh, and the battle of Jericho. Like, it's, again, it's not just a story, it's not just a history, but it, it has lots and lots and lots of, of, of spirituality and theology that is embedded in it. So from the beginning, again, as we said, as John Chrysostom says, that, that the, the, you are but a poor soldier of Christ if you think you can overcome without fighting. No, don't think that you can overcome without fighting. There has to be fighting, right? And suppose you can have the crown without the conflicts. Okay. And if we, if we go back again and cross-reference this to, 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 to Ephesians, you see that Ephesians 2 from 1 to 3 kind of point out three main things. Right, the world, the flesh, and devil, devil. So just keep this in mind as we are moving on with that study, and especially going on to into the the story of Jericho. It's 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 a it's a it's a uh, a theme that's throughout the whole scripture, right? That there is yes, we are victorious, but there is always what 
going to have that battle. You know, again, you read this again in Ephesians 6, in, in 2 Corinthians 10, uh, just again, Ephesians 6 uh, from 10 to, to, to 18, just to kind of give us an idea again on, uh, on, on what St. Paul is, is, is uh, warning us from. Uh, again, this is all the, 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 the armor of, of, of God, right? Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, so and so and so and so, right? And then he defines it more and more in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10 when he talks about who are we fighting against? Who are we fighting against? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, if you can always kind of cross-reference this, and uh, from 3 to 6 where he says the, the famous passage that for though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ being ready to punish it. So again, the language of that it's always what? Always a fight, always a fight. Um, so what, what does that, again, if, if, we, if we take this and apply it again to, to, to our story and to what we're having here in, in Joshua, what's happening with that? What's happening? It's kind of interesting when you look at the text that that again, as you said before, that it's uh, it's uh, it's not just you know uh, a normal tactic. It's not just a, a regular strategy. It could be a very you know based on 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 on, on the people and uh, and on, on our own mind. It could be like actually a feeling strategy. Like you're you're doing you're crossing the river and you're allowing the people to come and to circumcise them and to be bleeding and all the army will be sitting and waiting for three days while the enemy is already fearful, right? So it's just, just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. But but it it, it teaches us something that is very uh, important also that uh, as we will talk about it more and more uh, here. So um, with that, you know we 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 we. Um, we want to get into the, the the text, but again, you know, look at certain things that are very very important and and and, and very clear uh, for us to 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 see that this is not just a story that we see it for the kids in Sunday school, you know, Jericho and the seven times and uh, and we do the skit and we do the the songs and you know we, we all those things. No, there is much 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 more to that, and there is there is a beautiful story. Uh, that we have to actually uh, live it and and understand it uh, day after day, day after day. Uh, the victory at Jericho illustrates three principles. If we can look at it, number one is you are fighting from victorious stand, right? And we'll see this actually in the text as you learn more about the text and learn about learn more about about the the horns and the and the and the and the, the 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 strategy itself that God gave it to them it actually declares in itself that this was declaring victory not declaring war it's very interesting very interesting when when you see this so number one that you fight from victory not just for victory number two that that remember that you are fighting and overcoming still by faith this is something from from the beginning of, of Joshua was very, very clear, right? That you are continuing to do that and you are fighting through the face. And then finally, the third thing that is, uh, remember also that, uh, that, uh, that uh, obedience to God's commandments give the victory. 
right? As we will see, God gives certain instructions and they had to obey it exactly by the letter, by the, nothing changing. Okay, well, go and do not say anything. Well, okay, imagine again, all that army is, is, is going around and nobody's saying, okay, well, what is that? <laughs> what are we doing, right? Nobody said, okay, no, no, let's, I think we should have a better plan, right? I just imagine again, if this, the same strategy is happening now, right? It would never happen, it would never happen, <coughs> right? Everybody will have hundreds of opinions, right? But it's something very, very interesting that, that you know, after the victory, that uh, the obedience of God uh, was, 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 was the key for that. So let's, let's go back to the text and see what, what's happening here. Because again, the, the first two or three verses are actually very, very, uh, 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 they say a lot. They say a lot. So um, I'll read it from, again, from the ESV and uh, just to see what is, uh, what, what does the text say? Again, Joshua 6. Now Jericho was shut up inside the outside. Sorry. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside. Because of the people of Israel, none went out and none came in. Very descriptive and very meaningful, right? It was okay. And we'll talk about this. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams, horns before the ark. Trumpets of ram's horn. This is very important also as we'll see it. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and see again here the, the significance of rep the, the, the repetition that the, the horns are from ram, right? When you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city will fall down flat. Or in the, another translation, under itself, the fall will down, the, 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 the city wall will, will, will fall under itself. And we know this from, from history, right? And the people shall go up everyone straight before him. So let's just take a look at this and see here what's happening. From verse one, first of all, you know, from that very descriptive verse. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. What does that tell us? They're scared. Exactly. They barricaded themselves. Why are they scared? They know the power. They've seen it. They heard it. Remember when they said that the, 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 their heart was, or the heart melted in them, right? right? Yes. So what does that tell us? Again, this is the beginning of the scene of entering and, and uh, taking down uh, Jericho. When you see the first thing that's there, it says that, that Jericho was shut up and nobody can go out or in. What does that say? They are not very brave, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they, they didn't take the chance of the enemy, of the army, of the enemy being all staying there till they're healed, but they, they missed that opportunity because they are so afraid. Afraid from whom? God. Afraid from God. So the fear of God. If we're talking again about, about the, 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 the idea of, of uh, that victory, that again, they are fighting from victory, not for victory. Right? So you're, you're approaching the city and it's all already what they're already defeated. Right? The fear of God. Fear of God. But, yes. but, that, but that's the point is, is, is with that fear of God, the, the just kind of like pretty much not able to do anything. Not able to do anything. Right? So what does that tell us? Again, if we're talking about this as they are, not as, they are the enemy. They are the enemy of God. What does that tell us about the enemy? Scared. Scared. As strong as they are, but they are what? They are scared, right? I was, you know, we probably talked about this before, but but the the the... The, the describing the, the, the city uh, uh, that the jerk wasn't too, too, too big, actually. Um, I, for example, is, is about 12,000 people only. That's the next city that they were, that they, they, they were defeated from. Jericho itself, you know, covered the 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 about the 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 space or the area it's about eight acres the whole Jericho so it's not something really huge eight acres and was protected by two higher parallel walls two walls and between the walls was about what as we said before about 15 feet apart right so yes it sounds looks very the walls looks very very scary right but it's not a huge big thing city right but with that the news of the work of god with the people from even the time of egypt and how they went out as rehab was saying right that caused them to do what to be scared got them to be scared It could be, it could have that the 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 the, the, the used that technique before and and then the but here here again it says very very you know the the, the description of the verse itself that the city was shut up nobody can go in nobody can go out meaning that they were like okay let's just you know depend on the structure of the walls and everything and 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 maybe we will survive this right. attack so more of the defensive side more than that they can actually attack yes yes right. 
Right. Yes. You cannot. You cannot. Yes. Right. But this is the point of this, David, because again, if you if you, if you apply this on ourselves now, knowing that the, 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 the enemy is very scared, the enemy is fearful of God, devil is afraid of God, devil is fearful of God, right? But the, when you look, before going into the, into the details yet, but when you look at the strategy of, of, of the people that God gave to the people, it was all about what? Imagine if they are all, they're always, you know, just, you know, just, just, they're going around the city and all these processions and they are quiet, they're not doing anything. What do you think they're doing? You know, what else they would be doing in quietness? Praying, praying, right? And, 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 and this is something that we're all really not, not, not taking advantage of, the power of the prayer, that the prayer really makes the enemy afraid and fearful. Why? Because we don't trust it, right? And it's something that we can't just go, go let, let go without, without you know, stopping it. The power of, again, look again at the first church as we were talking on Sunday, right? The first church of the apostles, the first church of, the, of, the, of, of right after the Pentecost and how they were all praying together and the walls were shaken, the place was shaken and people, you know, the power of the prayer was something very, 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 very strong. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very, uh, 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 again, that's why, because the enemy know that the power of the prayer is very strong. The one thing that we always, always being fought with is what our lack of prayers. Or prayers that are not strong enough. Or prayers that are very distracted. Or prayers that with the wrong purpose. We we're discussing yesterday with the with the Friday Bible study in uh, in uh, Hosea chapter uh, uh, seven, and he says that Ephraim mixed with the people, he became like half baked cake. <laughs> half baked cake, it's worthless. You can't eat it. You can't throw it away. Right? It's you know. It's it's. We're talking about this. We had a beautiful discussion about this yesterday. Right? That what causes that that was supposed to be a beautiful, nice looking, fresh cake to be half baked, or in another translation, uh, unturned, left it at one side and got burned. And never, the fire didn't go fully through the whole dough. So it's the same thing here. I think it's something very important when we know that, that, that the enemy was afraid because he heard, right? And again, if we know what the people were doing, they were, as we will say later on, they, 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 they were, 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 were so much into, because if you remember, again, the first thing that, Josh, that God gave Joshua in Joshua 1, one of the first thing when, when, when God was talking to Joshua, Joshua 1 verse uh, 8, what does it say? Somebody can read this real quick. One eight. Yes. Yes. The book should not depart from your mouth, but meditate in it day and night. See? Right? So with that in mind, and with that that they were doing, again, they're not just like walking around seven times, seven days, 
just 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 for the sake of of, of exercising, right? No, they're not just walking around having fun. No, this is an army, right? And with that verse in mind, that 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 the, the law should not depart from your mouth. So we're not just talking or just like, you know, going on a on a on a on a journey, walking around. And that really intensified even the fear of God in the hearts of the enemy more and more. I think something that we all need to really, you know, focus on more, again, the prayer, the life of the, the church is a prayer, a praying church, then things will, will change and things will change. So the first thing that we're doing here again, based on that, that again, they are fighting, but from point of victory, not for victory. And why is that? Because in the second verse, it says what? It's very obvious in the second verse. The, the, the grammar itself is very important here. What does it say? It's given. Yes. Yes. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. Meaning what? So you done. Which I will give you is given, right? So, if 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 how how is that practical in our in our life? Because lots of times again we were still doubting if we are really able to to have victory over sin or not, over over the enemy or not, right? Aren't like lots lots of time I think we are doubting. Like I don't know if I really can can live that victory or not that's, that, that 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 I have, right? Why is that? Based on what we're talking about now, why do you think that we are not really, you know, believing? And lots of times, honestly, we take this with the wrong understanding of this is humility. No, it's not humility. No, no, no. I don't know if I know. <laughs> you know, again, the Lord said, I had given Jericho to you. Why do you think we, 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 we're, we're doubting that and we're fighting not from the point of in victory, victory and victorious already, but actually not, not even trusting if we'll be able to fight or not. Okay. Not able to submit our will to God, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, they trusted before, right? And as we were talking about, you know, in in, in couple in several weeks about the whole idea of crossing the Jordan, right? And how they submitted, how they surrendered. Okay, just go, just follow the ark. Remember, follow the ark. Just jump in the river. Okay, you'll jump in the river. Go. Okay, wait till the ark comes back. Okay, right? Take the stones. We'll take the stones. You know. Settle here will settle here. Is this something that we can we can do? <laughs> or the life circumstances now is different than then and it's too hard to have that mindset. It's the will of the person, because that's why I can remember what I started with. That remember that you are a soldier and there is a fight, right? Yeah, so sort of like I, um, in, in the 
Right. Yes. Yes. So his will was not, no, I cannot, I don't want to do this. Mm. Yes. 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 Right. Yes. So, so it is, it is, it is the mindset before that and the will, whether we really want to go and want to take that fight or not. Right. Yes. 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 The 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 something that's very important in the second in verse two here also, which is again, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. What is that? Why into your hand? <laughs> right. Because it makes it very, like, just think about it. It's not just, okay, I'm going to give you Jericho, or I've given you Jericho, or you will enter the city. I had given Jericho into your hand. It's a done deal. What else? When you have something in your hand, you have control over it, right? You have you have your 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 you have authority over it. Okay, what else? So the hand is 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 a, a symbol figurative of the power. Of the power so not just authority or control but power right that you are you have the power over it right right over over the sin yes 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 you have the power to defeat it you have the power to say no it's there standing at the door but you have the power to deny it or to yes it's it's interesting that the, the, the word yad or yadaka or, or, or in Hebrew is, is also uh, one of the meaning of it actually is time, which is very important. Just think again, I've had given Jericho into your hand and hand in a way can mean time, meaning what? That's it's continuous. Right? It's nothing, it's not just, okay, you're going to have over, power over it now, but tomorrow they might rebel against you. Right? It's not just like you'll have it, but then, no, you'll, you'll have it. And then as we know, you know, we know that, that Joshua actually uh, 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 cursed Jericho, that nobody will ever build it again. And this is really happening till now. We have another Jericho, just another city. It's not the same one. Right? So the idea again that you know, this city is 
done forever. The 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 verb itself, the origin of the verb itself, can mean uh, time or repetition. So when I am given, I gave Jericho in your hand. So there is a, that repetition that you're holding on to it all the time, right? When I'm holding something, if I, my my hand is strong, that you know what, I'm holding it. It's gonna be there. When it will fall from my hand, when I what, let go, right? So that also has the connotation of what you are responsible, right? Because if your hand, that's why, you know, when, 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 when you have the, 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 the analogy of the, of the, of the uh, feeble hands and the feeble knees, right? The, the weak, the weak hands, right? This is, this is St. Paul in Hebrews, Hebrews 2, right? Strengthen the feeble hands. Why? Because in the hands you have what? Jericho. Right? So be careful. Right? Don't let go. I was just watching a show the other day. Sometimes I like watching shows that are like uh, uh, action and police and, uh, and stuff like that. And the, the, the show was showing that uh, a guy they discovered a bomb in a car. Okay? And the, the, the one thing that the, 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 the can still control the bomb not to, 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 to go off is if the driver kept his foot on the pedal, right? Yes, whatever, whatever. So uh, in, the, in the show that the guy said like, I can't do this anymore. He was parked, he wasn't driving, but his feet was what? Pushing all the time for whatever hours, right? And at one point, I, I have to, I have to let go. I can't take this anymore. My, I didn't, I can't feel my, 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 my foot. And it's really, it's really kind of clicked something as I was watching that, right? Imagine your whole life is depending on what you're pressuring the, the pedal. And if you let go, boom, <laughs> right? It's crazy. <laughs> But that's, that's in a way, that is the case. Like, okay, I have given Jericho in your hand. Keep your hand tight. But it's uncomfortable. Well, your life is there, right? Okay, that guy who, was, who kept his, 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 his foot on the pedal, he knew that if I said, okay, I cannot do it because I'm numbed or whatever, okay, well, you choose, <laughs> right? Why? Because there is, there is, there is, Danger, there's danger. So when he says here that I have given you Jericho in your hand, it, it's not just something that we can, we, can, we can let it go, right? Biyadika, in your hand, <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Right? What are you going to do with that what? victory that you're already fighting. So before the fight, you are fighting from the point that you have it in your hand, right? So this is something very, very important. And then he goes on. So number one, again, that, that fear, right? If you look at verse two, again, as we said, that, that the, the promise, I have given you this, right? I've given you that. And then he goes on after this to the actual instructions 
how to do it. What is the, what is, if we read this again, and we all know it, we've read it several times. What is the, the, the main point of that? Of, the, of those instructions? What's the, the word that's been repeated several times here? The whole instruction is based about, uh, based on what? No, something else. Following the ark, but still. Okay, so let's read it one more time. Verse three, you shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram horn before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times and the priest shall blow the trumpet. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city will fall. In verse four, what's the word that is repeated several times? Seven, exactly, exactly. So the whole clue in that victory is what is the number? Seven, why is that? What's so special about number seven? Say again, complete, complete, okay, yes. What else? Okay, so you use seven times purification when they find the gold or the silver to purify it, okay? What else? The creation, seven days. So the seventh day was what? The rest. Seven days, the rest, right? Right, and what is the rest, basically? As you said before, uh, based on, on, on St. Paul and Hebrews, the rest is Christ, is Jesus, right? You'll find rest in him. Right? So all that, that number seven is not just uh, 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 haphazard and just kind of like uh, for no reason, right? It's, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, the, the word itself, uh, Sheba, which is Saba, which actually from, 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 from the, 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 the sound, it is, it is close to what, or, or sounds like what, Sheba. Full, shabayin, yishba, in Arabic, full, right? So that fullness, right, brings what? Victory, right? The fullness and the being filled in him and by him and with him, that will definitely bring what? Br brings victory, shaba, right? So, Again, the, 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 the instruction doesn't make any sense, as you said before, right? And it's all about what's basically procession. This is why, by the way, probably said this before, what, what, is the, what is the relationship between this and between what we do in the church? I know I've, I've said this before. What is number seven that we do in, in practice in, in, in the church? No, beside it, no, it's actual, like, like when we do the, 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 the when, 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 when the priest does the procession, right? 
And when we do the procession during the feasts, how many times do we go through the church? Okay, plus what? Three altar, right? And three and then one. So seven then, right? Yeah, there's something very, very important. Again, the whole idea is the procession. They were having a procession, right? So we do three times in the altar, three at the church, and one time after, that is the seven times of, of Jericho. So again, that every time we do this, we should understand that. We should link this to what we're doing. This is actually the, the, the way to, to claim the victory, right? What else? Coming to the trumpets, and I, I, I mentioned that again, the text clearly mentioning the ram horn trumpet. Why is that? Why is that? Something with a sacrifice, because that, that horn is coming from a ram that was sacrificed, okay? It's on the altar as, as God gave the instructions, right? Yeah, but there's something very important actually, I didn't notice this till I was reading and preparing this, I didn't know it. But in the book of Numbers chapter 10, it says that when, when the Lord was speaking to Moses to, to, uh, to make the horns, right? He asked him to make horns from what material? From silver. So according to the, to the, to the instruction, there were two materials of horns, one from ram horn, one silver. And the silver is usually given for the priests. And the silver is usually given to the priests to use when they are declaring that there is a war. But the ram is more for the celebration of the victory. So they're already celebrating. I had to dig into this as I was reading and I, 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 it was there, right? In, in, in Numbers chapter 10, verse nine, if you go to war, then you blow the trumpet and then it, you're standing in front of the Lord. This is, these are the trumpets that they are made of, of silver, right? But then later on talks about more of, of, the, of the, the declaring the, 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 the victory using something else. So again, from the beginning, the instruction, actually they're giving them what they knew that. Again, this is something that the, 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 as the priests are, are blowing the, the, the ram horn, like what, what's happening? Why are we doing that? Right? The people understood that. Yes, definitely, definitely, yeah. And that's important again for us when we are, again, when we do things, especially in our Orthodox church, when we do things, those things are a reminder for us, for, for a fact, right? For facts. So we have to understand that and we have to, 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 to know and we have to link, right? What's happening with that? For example, just give you an example, you know, you know we, 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 we tried to do it here on Saturday night, but, but sadly we haven't, but God will, we wanted to start doing the, the midnight praises, right? If you, if you hear the midnight praises, especially the first and the second uh, odds, what does it sound like? Those of us who knew, who knew it. 
the tone itself is like what? It's like 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 a militant song. The rhythm of the thing itself is like encouraging people, right? In the beginning, when we say tenthino, arise, all your children of the light, let us praise the Lord of hosts, right? It's 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 that that he may grant us the salvation of our souls. Right? When you hear that rhythm, what does it tell us if we're paying attention? Arise, it's a war, but it's a what war that has been won already, right? So th this is this is the beginning. If you look at, for example, uh, the 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 uh, uh, the second. Or the first, even the first part, when you when you hear that uh, that Moses chanted, right? Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, "Let us sing to the Lord, for He has triumphed gloriously." Right? There is no any kind of long phrase or anything, right? It's just like a, a rhythm, right? Why? Because they are saying here, "Let us praise because the Lord has triumphed Moses gloriously." Right? So when, 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 when we hear something like that and we, we are more, more and more familiar with our practice, it actually tells us something that's very important, right? It's actually like, again, like a militant song, right? Just even if you look at the, at the end of the, of the, of the uh, service, Right? The same thing. Amen, alleluia, glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now, right? Right? Why? We're done with the service. We are victorious. Right? It's not slow. It's not just, uh, no, it, it just brings that, that mind that, okay, something is happening. Right? But it needs attention. It needs a person that is actually, and it needs the spirit, definitely to move our hearts and to open our hearts and our mind like this is actually, there, there is a reason for that, right? And that's the beauty of this because the church is, is that window on heaven and that practice is actually, I'm just reading about this, that the church is not, it, it is celebrating eternity from now. It's eschatological church, which means it lives in the second coming from now. So if we're not paying attention to this, then it becomes boring. That becomes, I don't understand what I'm doing. Then it becomes all those things. Yes, yes, we are, we are, again, as it says from the beginnings, arise children of the light, right? It's not time to sleep. So and he, I mean, it's beautiful when we actually see it in the monastery. So when, when I used to go to St. Moses here in Texas, so again, 3.30, they have their alarm, which is this hymn. So wake 3.30 in the morning, and then you get dressed and, and, and you walk and you see all the monks and all the whoever is in the, in the monastery actually marching. Because the, the place that we, we, we stay is a little bit, maybe, 
maybe 200, 300 feet from the church or something. So there is still, right? But you see, everybody is walking. And it's a little bit chilly in the morning in, in Texas, you know, you know, especially with the time I go during March or, or, or February or something. So you see people are actually moving fast. So also we're not cold and we want to wake up. So you see the rhythm that is actually there's something happening, right? And you go in there and then you, you see, you know, one after another coming, bowing in front of the altar, bowing in front of the, of the relics of St. Moses, you know, greeting everybody else in a, in, in a certain uh, order. And it's exactly as if you are in an army. That's why it's important to move, to do stuff like that. It's important to take some time and to visit, to take some time for, for, for a, a, a retreat in, in that atmosphere because it moves, right? It moves everything. When you see how the, 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 the monks are, 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 are really one after the other coming and marching you know, and bowing down and frustrating, getting up and coming and they stand in the corner and each one has their own spot, right? You see that there is something different. Right? And it's beautiful when we see, when we, when we try to link to something that, like this, even if we can't because of our busy schedule, but just even taking what we can and what we should take from the church, the time that we come and from the scripture and link everything together, you see that this is a beautiful, beautiful life, beautiful life. So it's it's again you know the 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 number seven and the and the horns and the and the uh, ram horns. It's actually as if he's saying already. This is what you're not just blowing the trumpet to call for a war, but you're blowing the trumpet to call for a victory that already given. Although you haven't still conquered the city. And again, as I said earlier, this is the beauty of reading Joshua and reading Ephesians. You see exactly, you know, blessed be God who blessed us with all the heavenly blessings. Right? What are those all heavenly blessings? Blessing the victory. Right? And you start to read again and you see the mighty power of his, the language of Ephesians is, is, is amazing. It's amazing. And that's exactly like as if St. Paul wrote this as he is reciting and living Joshua again, right? Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And then he goes on that uh, in him we have obtained an inheritance back again to Joshua, having been predestined according to the purpose, right? And then go on and on and on. So what does it take for us to live that mind of before the battle we are victorious already? I think it needs it needs you know lots of prayers, hundred percent. Needs focus, needs understanding, needs realization, needs trust, needs linking what we believe in with what we do in a practical way. So there is there is purpose for everything. We're not just moving on. So that's the, that. that the, the main three things again in this in this passage here that again before the challenge remember that you already have the victory okay. and then we'll, we'll, we'll with that victory why is that victory coming because there is the fear of the lord the enemy is afraid of the lord right 
because there is a promise that the that that was given to them, and because they obeyed the instruction. And why they obeyed the instruction? Because he obeyed from the beginning already when he said, "Let not the word of of the Torah depart from your mouth, but meditate in it day and night." And this is how we live that victory. This is how we, before we are into the, 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 the challenge, we're already, again, fighting from the point of for, from victory, not for victory. I think we can stop at this point for, for today before we go on. But again, the, the beauty of, of, of Jericho is, is how we can apply it to our life. It's not just another, another story, another song, another skit, another drama that we do for our kids or when we go on trips or so forth, right? But, but again, and the repetition of the text actually tells you what, that they did it exactly. Because that same story, gonna, as they go on again, you know, in verse uh, 12, Joshua you know, woke up in the morning, early in the morning, and then they did this and this and this and this, exactly. So there is a repetition of the actual text again, for what reason that they were actually did it by the letter, by the yota, as they say, right? So it's not like, okay, this part doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let's take a shortcut. No, they did exactly what they did. And they wrote it again to tell us that they actually did exactly as they were instructed. The same thing, you know, if you read again, the, 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 the tabernacle, right? And God gave Moses, do this and this and this and this. And then Moses gave Bezalel and this, and then they did the same thing, right? Like, why is all this repetition, right? No, it tells you that they were very, very, very obedient to the word, to the instruction, and that everything really made sense to them, and they worked in it in, with all their heart and with all their mind. Questions about this passage? Yes, David. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Yes. 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 Right, right. But again, that proves what we're saying, because again, like when we talk about I after this, again, that, that's exactly, they, they did not, they did not, although the instructions, I was listening to this, actually, the instructions are very, very, very harsh. And that's why when people read the context of, of, of Joshua in a very, very wrong way, but God wanted them to burn everything down and to kill everything. God is the God of war and God is the God of, 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 of misery, like, no. He's telling them again, this war is mine. So everything that you get in the city is mine, not yours. So don't touch it. That's the point, right? Because I gave you the victory and this is nothing for you, right? But then when they disobeyed and then continued with that mindset again, remember, as we said in the, in the beginning, the three things that we are fighting, right? The world, devil, and the flesh, right? So when, when we're not paying attention to this, right? Although the victory is ours, you fall. 
but it's it's very important text when we talk about after this you know the 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 uh, even in hebrew is the the uh, haram which you harim which which like like no this is this is this is this is uh, what is it forbidden in a way don't this is not yours right i was reading about it actually the same word even from the old time of of of, of the word that the the concubine of the of the king harim al malik right and somewhere in in the old testament it says like if anybody uh, sleeps with the concubine of the king the, you are the king because that's that's not yours so the idea again that this is not yours right and that's why he said okay just you know i don't want you to 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 get anything of this because it's not yours so don't take it and then when you took it then the problem is so and so and so We'll learn more from, from, from the behavior of the people and our behavior <laughs> as we reflect on this and ourselves as you go on from one battle to, to another, right? But also, again, it's a good point, David, because God does not deal with us all the time the same way, right? At one point, okay, you know, all what you have to do is just obey. But in another, you have to fight, right? In another, I'm just going to scare the enemy away, right? And another, you're just kind of like just standing, just stay still, right? So the idea of being in tune with what God wants from us is another factor in all that, right? Like in the book of Joshua, we had a beautiful study about it in one of the mission trips, the five, the five kings, right? When 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 Joshua told them, no, just after kept after taking the five kings captive, don't slay them now, just put them in the cave. Put a huge big stone in there and just let them sit there, go fight another fight, and then come back again and slay them. Right? We had a beautiful, a beautiful contemplation about this. And those five kings, each name identifies something. Like, what does God want us to put in the cave now? But go fight another fight, be ready, be strong, and then you can be you can come and actually slay those things. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely again, we have to be in tune with what God wants from us. Right, and what God is directing us. This is again how we can be led by the Spirit. And you see this in Paul throughout the, 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 his, his journey, right? At one point, the Spirit prevented me from going. At one point, the Spirit told me to go, right? At one, like, okay, what's how, how can you how can you tell? You know, and that's, that's, it's, 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 it gets very confusing, right? But the more we are trained to hear that, the more you see that there is. I was just talking to somebody today, like, uh, 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 talking about okay, an opportunity to come with us on a mission or something. And she goes like, okay, uh, the last time you know I prayed, but God actually told me, kind of like showed me in a way that you know I should stay here and do something so and so and so. So we're not used to that. Even that language for us, like, what do you mean God told you? Like, who are you that God can tell you? Does God tell you things? We need to be careful with that 100%, but we also need to be used and, and tuned in how to distinguish God's, like, what does God want from me? But I feel sometimes we're just living haphazard. We don't take the time, just the idea. I always repeat this, you know, when, when the first uh, one time we were talking with, with Buna, Moses, uh, from, Buna Musa from Long Island, he was coming for a, for, a, for a retreat, for a college retreat. And we we're talking over the phone, kind of preparing and stuff and exchanging ideas. So we had a couple of ideas. Uh, and then I told you, I told him like one of the themes could be something like this and this and this. Um, 
or no, he told me like, okay, we, we can, maybe one of the things that I've done before is so-and-so. So, okay, that's fine. Because like, what do you mean fine? No, go pray about it, think about it, and let's talk next week. <laughs> so, yes, okay, right? It's not just, okay, yeah, it sounds good. Like, no. <laughs> Have you prayed about it? Like, no. How do you know if that's what God wants? Maybe that's what I want, but not what God wants. We are not used to that mindset, right? Of, of giving God the time and giving the spirit the time to direct and to tell us, now you need to just go around, do the, 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 the be silent, don't do anything. Now you need to take your weapon. Now you need to do this. Now you need to do that. So it's uh, lots of, of, of lessons from, from Joshua as we will go through it. Next week, I will be out of town, so there is nothing, uh, there is no Bible study next Saturday, but we'll, we'll continue this, the following, uh, God willing. There's no, nothing this week. So I'm leaving Monday morning and coming back Sunday, the 31st at night. So that week, there, is, there won't be anything else. Yeah. Saturday, the 30th, Abuna James is coming from Chicago to pray with us from nine o'clock in the morning as usual. God willing. Okay, let's pray. Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for the messages that you give us, Lord. I pray that you give us the, the, the ears and the heart that's tuned into, into your will, Lord, that we can identify and remember and understand where you want us to be and what you want us to do, Lord. Let us, Lord, always uh, pray that uh, we remember that we are victorious already, Lord, that, uh, that the enemy is, is, is uh, afraid of you, Lord, that you've seen devil falling from the sky like the thunder, as you said, Lord. But uh, let us uh, rejoice that we are with you, Lord, that our will is, is, is aligning with your will. Praying for uh, everyone, Lord, those who are with us, those who aren't with us, for, uh, for the whole world, for the whole congregation, or each one by his name, each one by heaven. Prayers of all your saints, Lord, in your name, yes, and say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be them, thy kingdom come. May the love of God, the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, with you go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.